I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. Now, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, we're no, going no, no. to take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, listeners, and welcome to The Dinner Party Show. I'm relationship expert Miss Jonelle Sams, and I'm here to present this very special encore presentation of my very own Dinner Party Show special, Valentine's, live from Poison Creek. But tonight, we're celebrating a lot more than just that special day when Cupid sends his arrows flying headlong into the hearts of young lovers everywhere. We're also celebrating the release of Christopher Rice's first full-length romance novel, The Surrender Gate, which you can buy right this very minute at thedinnerpartyshow.com. <laughs> Books with boobies. <laughs> oh, my, excuse me, Dinner Party Show listeners, for not properly introducing my new friend who is joining us this evening to help discuss the ways of literature and the heart. When Christopher and Eric asked me to guest host a special encore performance tonight, which also celebrates the release of Christopher's first romance novel, I thought it best to bring on someone who actually reads spicy works of fiction like those Nicholas Sparks books. So I sought the advice of Merle, my wonderful husband of 23 blissful years. I tracked him and his friend Olsen Lee Pugh down at the Broadway karaoke night at Slippery Secrets out on Paper Mill Road, and I said, Merle, Olsen, where do you two go when you are looking for a man with special skills? And that's when they told me about the Craigslist. Why, there are all sorts of talented professionals advertising their wares and trying to sell old furniture and promising to rub people's feet, which I just thought was so generous, if a little unsanitary. So I put an ad on the Craigslist looking for a man who liked to tell stories with a lot of romance in them. And that's how I met my new friend, Mr. Love 
Nub. Say hello to our listeners, Mr. Nub. Howdy, ladies. You want to touch my pleasure wand? Oh, Mr. Nub, you silly thing. There aren't just ladies listening. The Dinner Party Show is particularly popular with single men in their 50s who haven't met the right woman yet because they're too busy being their best friends. Now, remember, gentlemen, if you're going to settle down and meet a special lady, you're going to have to stop enjoying her company so much first. Do you like stories with boobies in them, Jonelle? I want to bite your boobies, Mama. Well, good luck finding them. I'm not much for fancy jewelry, and I don't read much fiction, but I do like a caper every now and again on the television, and I do so love those diamond commercials with all those crying young people standing out in the cold. I'll make you cry, Jonelle. Show me how you want me to make you cry, sweetie. Show me on the puppet. Mr. Nub, I don't see how tears could be on the menu this evening. We're talking about romance and the written word. Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty of Christopher's new novel, let's have a little talk about your name. I think some of the people at home are probably having a hard time wondering why something as wonderful and big as love should be whittled down to something as insignificant as one little nub. But I guess what with telephones and computers and eye peels and such like getting tinier by the minute, someone was bound to make love a lot smaller and more efficient. Why are you still wearing your top? I thought we were going to put on a show here. Well, while we are on the radio and it's true that no one can see us at home, the studio is very air-conditioned, so I thought it was best to wear a few layers, although I do wish we had a camera of some sort set up here so folks at home could see your precious little puppet self, a silly little talking hot dog with two tennis balls attached to the bottom. Now, just whoever heard of a hot dog playing tennis, that's about the silliest thing I've ever seen. No one's going to take you seriously as a book critic at all, little guy. Speaking of the book, what do you say we try to reenact some of the scenes from that book you sent me a copy of? The Surrender Gate by Christopher Rice? You read it already? With one hand. Well, that is impressive. I guess you had another puppet friend turn the pages for you. You turned my pages, Jonil. All right. Well, I can see you're plenty eager to talk about Christopher's book. Lord, it must have a mystery in it or something. But before we get into all that, it's good to remind our listeners that part of tonight's show is about a very special holiday that's all about love and expectations. Here's my special edition of homemade relationship advice designed to help you survive the onslaught of Cupid's arrows in one or two pieces. It's time once again for the Dinner Party Show's Homemade Relationship Advice with Jonelle Sams. Hi, this is Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have a relationship question, you can send it to me, Care of the Dinner Party Show's Facebook fan page, or at Jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. Well, it's the big week in the world of relationship advice. Valentine's Day is this week, and all I can say is brace yourself. If you are in a relationship, you're under pressure to get it right. And if, worst luck of all, you are not in a relationship, you only have about 48 hours to get in one before it's too late. Oh, Lance, my blood pressure. My mail these past couple of weeks has looked more like a lonely hearts column than relationship advice. If it's any consolation to those of you in desperate circumstances, the people who are in relationships are likely to suffer more than you do on this one day anyway. 
I could not in good conscience pick a single letter to answer on this week's show. Though, to Itchy in Indianapolis, I'd just say, get some calamine lotion and get out of the bushes. And to who's right in Washington State? Just hit him back, for goodness sake. That's why the good Lord gave you a frying pan. For the rest of you who don't know what to do for your special someone on Valentine's Day, or worse yet, for those of you who don't have a special someone for Valentine's Day, I will offer you the advice I learned from Merle, my wonderful husband of 22 years. Nothing. That's the advice. That's what Merle does on Valentine's Day, and he could not be happier. Before I met Merle that fateful day in the canning section at the hardware store, I blush to tell you how many Valentines I spent alone. So I'm not gonna. What I will tell you is when I started keeping company with Merle all those years ago, I thought, well, at last, I will finally have a special romantic Valentine's Day. As the day approached, I spent time picking out a special gift for Merle and picking out a special dress to wear and getting my perm just right. Then the day arrived and nothing. I waited. I called. I'm ashamed to tell you I passed by the plate glass window in front of Merle's barbershop so often it's a wonder I didn't get arrested for picketing. Nothing. He even saw me and waved a little bit. Well, finally, I couldn't stand it anymore. I marched myself into Merle's shop and asked him if he knew what day it was. Merle looked at me and smiled real big. Then he looked around the shop, turning his head this way and that way. I couldn't help but follow his gaze. I found myself looking into the shocked faces of quite a large crowd of men surprised to see a woman in the barbershop and scrambling to hide their magazine covers behind bits of the newspaper and such like. Well, Merle, I demanded when he didn't answer me. Merle Sams, do you or do you not know what day it is? I tell you, Joe Nell, he said, winking at me. It's a good day to own a barbershop. It's a damn shame I don't sell cards, but I do own a barbershop, so I'm going to get on with that. I'll talk to you later on. Well, I was stunned. My big romance was over. Here I thought I'd finally be one of those girls who got roses and chocolates and French food on Valentine's Day. No, sir. I had almost made it to the big red velvet finish line, but looked like Merle had chosen Valentine's Day to break it off with me. I don't mind telling you, I cried myself to sleep that night. And then, next day, being Saturday... Merle came by just like always that evening to take me down to the Briar Patch Cafeteria at Poison Creek Mall for our regular Saturday dinner and bowling date. Why, I hadn't even dressed, let alone packed my bowling bag. I thought, sure, it was over. Merle could not have been less worried. He waited on me to get ready just like nothing had happened. Well, that went on for the 13 years we dated, and I have to say, I got used to it. I will tell you the truth, I was disappointed. Merle never did anything for me or with me on Valentine's Day. Truth be told, he usually gets up to something with his best friend, Olson Lee Pugh, but my Merle has never missed a Saturday at my side at Fairlane's Bowling Alley when he's in town, and it took him long enough, but he popped the question, and he met me at the front of that church just like he said he would. And he's been here for 22 blissful years so far, and that is better than any one day of romantic. Face it, the roses are DOA and the chocolates aren't really going to do you any good either. I don't even like French food. Single or not, if you're not expecting anything on Valentine's Day, it's tough to be disappointed. So, my advice on how to have the best Valentine's Day possible is to go get your hair cut. 
It won't do you any harm, and it'll make the barber's wife really happy. Till next time, this is Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have relationship questions, write to Jonelle, care of The Dinner Party Show Facebook page, or to Jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. Remember, St. Valentine's was beheaded on February 14th, so maybe your Valentine's Day isn't going so bad after all. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. Welcome back. I'm Jonelle Sams, and this is our special encore presentation of my very own dinner party show special, Valentine's Live from Poison Creek. Not only are we celebrating the anniversary of St. Valentine's beheading, we are also celebrating the release of Christopher Rice's first full-length romance... Erotic romance! (laughs) Lance, Mr. Nub, what are you doing with all that honey? Who ever heard of honey being in a romance novel? Are you for real, Jonelle? What kind of setup is this anyway? Well, you tell me, sir. You're the one pouring all that honey into the Lucite cube, and what are the... Are those peaches right there in that burlap sack? Just give me another minute here and the puppet and I'll be ready to go at it. My word, I had no idea this was going to be such a production. Now, if you're just joining us, you know my friend Mr. Nub is a hand puppet who likes to give talks about romance books. I sure hope he doesn't give those talks to children. I must say, I don't believe a walk to remember is appropriate for a younger audience. At any rate, Mr. Nub has actually read Christopher Rice's new novel, The Surrender Gate, and so he thought it'd be a good idea for us to try and reenact some All of right, the... All right, on your feet, Janelle. Let's get you out of those clothes, sunshine. Mr. Nub, we are supposed to be reenacting a scene from The Surrender Gate, not from some filthy... Have you of... read The Surrender Gate? Well... No, I I haven't had the time. That new flooring in my taxidermy shed isn't going to install itself. All right, well, trust me, this scene's in the book. We're not in a shower like we're supposed to be, but put this peach in your mouth and we should be good to go. I don't care for peaches, especially when they haven't been canned. Grimony, the whole point of the scene is that if Emily Blaine is going to gain admission to a secret club called the Desire Exchange, she's got to hold a peach in her mouth without biting through it, while three masked intruders lick away the streams of honey pouring down her naked body. If you don't use the peach, it kind of blows the whole thing. Every pun intended. I thought we were here to discuss a romance novel, not some tawdry little piece of smut about all the things men think they can do with their mouths. Have you read a romance novel in the past ten years? Not unless you count the book of Genesis. Well, you're missing out, Mama. They've gotten amazing. Mr. Nub, I'm sorry to say there has been a terrible misunderstanding, and I must ask you and your baseball-themed puppet to leave this studio immediately before words get said and feelings get hurt. Oh, come on. Just put the peach in your mouth, Mama. Just put the peach in your mouth a little bit. Dude, for the puppet, and I'll let you hold my pee stick. 
Mr. Nub, I am not reenacting this or any other scene from the Surrender Gate for you or your puppet. Now, I must ask you to leave immediately. There has been a terrible misunderstanding. Oh, screw the internet. I should just go back to hanging out in parks. Oh, listeners, I apologize for raising my voice, and I think it's clear to all that it will take some more time, practice, and a lot more consultation with my husband, Merle, before I can properly mine the Craigslist for its vast resources without first falling into a steaming pot full of smut. Now, without further ado, and so I can leave to get my shotgun out of my trunk and bar the door just in case Mr. Nub is not the type to take no for an answer, I give you this very special encore presentation of Valentine's live from Poison Creek. And now, from the heart of Valentine's in St. Entendre Parish, center court at the Poison Creek Mall, it's Valentine's Live from Poison Creek. Brought to you by the Dinner Party Show, the Poison Creek Mall Merchants Association, and MrRightNow.com, who says good things come to those who wait. Our host tonight, and always, Dinner Party Show Relationship Advice Columnist, four-time State Fair Fig Cannon and Conserve Champion, former Little Miss Okra runner-up, Poison Creek's own, Miss Jonelle Sams! Hi, thank you, thank you. Hi, I'm Jonelle Sams, and welcome to the Dinner Party Show Presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek. Happy almost Valentine's to you all. We've got lots and lots of very special guests on this special Valentine's edition of Live from Poison Creek. Of course, our director, Abby Finkelstein, is on loan to us from the Poison Creek Patchwork Players once again. Thanks for joining us, Abby. Thanks, Jonel. It wouldn't be Live from Poison Creek without Abby. Also joining us here at Center Court at the Poison Creek Mall... Reverend Graham Crackers is here from Mega Baptist Church to talk about the spiritual side of love. Former travel agency executive Tanya Lee Musgrave is here to guide us down the road to love and steer us to romantic destinations. Coley Remus, the hostess from Poison Creek's very own Briar Patch Cafe, formerly Briar Patch Cafeteria, will be here to tempt us with some delicious Valentine's dining ideas. And Coach Kat Shearer and the Foxglove Junior High State 1A Champion Archery Team will have a very special exhibition for us. Looks like we have some archery fans here at Center Court today. Either that or there's a boy band standing behind you. <laughs> Smart, I was going to introduce him later, but I might just as well get it over with. You might know him best as Poison Creek Santa, or if you threw up in the bathrooms here at Poison Creek Mall, it's Jim Bob Ruth, the maintenance director. Thanks for nothing, Jonelle. I'm sure that's just what I owed you, JB. I see the fountain is still running. Oh, fudge. I knew there was something I forgot. The use of profanity is strictly prohibited at Poison Creek Mall. Yeah, still on, too, I see. Dang it all the heck. Uh, the Poison Creek Mall is a family environment. It has a zero-tolerance policy uh, regarding the use of coarse or suggestive language. The use of the word and also and or and 
And motherfucker are strictly prohibited here at Poison Creek Mall, so shut your nasty mouth, Shimbo. Lovely. Uh, I'll get right on that, Miss Joe Thank you. Apparently, we will also be joined by my stepmother-in-law, Captain Lupe Gonzalez of Poison Creek Mall Security. Puta. Isn't that word on the list? Lupe? Oh, motherfucker. I think now is as good a time as any for a little break so they can run the blenders over at Orange Julius and we can revive the Reverend Crackers who will join us next if he hasn't... We'll return to the Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek with your host, Jonelle Sams. But first, a word from one of the fine members of the Poison Creek Mall Merchants Association. I'm Patsy Kate Goodley, owner and chief designer at PK1, located across from Venom Creek Cafeteria here at Poison Creek Mall. But I wear many hats. Of course, I'm proud of my designer and fashion leader here in Poison Creek hat. But I'm almost as proud of my president of the Poison Creek Mall Fashion Merchants Guild hat. Oh, for God's sake, Patsy, get on with it. Shut up, Darnell. I'm the president. That is because you and your mother are two of the only three voting members of the guild. Which I'm starting to regret. That's great, Mother. Take Darnell's side just like you always do. What are you even doing here? Well, it is my store, Patsy Kate. I told you not to call me that at the mall. Lamb. Get on with it, Patsy, or I'll tell everyone about that time at Poison Springfest Assembly when you... You do and you die, Darnell. Fine, Patsy. <clears throat> the Poison Creek Mall Fashion Guild proudly presents... All right, all right, Darnell. Shut up. It was my idea. Then get on with it. Okay, okay. And I've got a surprise that no one knows about anyway, so Patsy, I... we're running out of time, darling. The Poison Creek Mall Fashion Guild proudly presents their first annual Valentine's Fashion Show with my special co-host, famous Los Angeles fashion expert, Jordan Ampersand. Bonjour, hookers. Oh, that little whore. You look great. We now return to the Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek with your host, Jonelle Sams. Brought to you by the Poison Creek Mall Merchants Association, Poison Creek Mall, where Poison Creek goes to shop when they're sick of Walmart. And once again, here's Jonelle. Hi, welcome back to Center Court at Poison Creek Mall. I'm Jonelle Sams, and this is Valentine's Live from Poison Creek. Our little show is always brought to you by the Poison Creek Mall Merchants Association, but this special Valentine's edition will feature a very special fashion show featuring local designers and the styles of romance. There's going to be a fashion show on the radio? I bet that was Patsy Kate's fool idea. You know something, J.B.? One of the two of us works here at the mall. Can you guess which one? Too shy, Miss Jonelle. And speaking of work, how's that fountain coming? I'm glad you asked. Flacco, come in, Flacco. It's Jim Bob, Flacco. That's what I said. I stand corrected. Are you ready on your end? Okay, stand by for my countdown in Chinko. Chinko. Cuatro. Cuatro. Mother of God. Three. Three. My caramba. 
Language, Lupe. Two, one. That was very impressive. Thank you for your heartfelt thanks. I think maybe you could maybe make a bigger deal out of it. Or, and I'm just brainstorming here, turn the dang thing off before the show started. The Poison Creek Mall has a zero tolerance policy for profanity. I wouldn't miss that either. This is a family environment and you are asked to refrain from swearing. Please refrain from using such words as... Nicely done, JB. The only reason I didn't turn the fountain off before was because I didn't want the mega reverend to get the credit again. Lovely. And perfect segue into my introduction of our first guest, pastorate, mega Baptist church, mega Baptist, mega reverend, Graham Crackers. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Reverend Crackers. Thank you so much for being a part of Valentine's Live at Poison Creek. My pleasure, Miss Jonell. Always a pleasure to be part of your show, especially this episode. Oh, really, Reverend? Why is that? Well, he is the God of love after all, Miss Jonell. Amen to that, Reverend. But nowadays, too many people are taking liberties with just what the Lord means by love. I- I'm sorry, I, I don't yes, really... Yes, Miss Jonell, there's God's love, and then there's the wrong kinds of love. There are? Since the godless summer of love 45 years ago, this country founded in the name of the one true God and the one true religion and on the principles set forth by the very word of God as written in his own holy hand in the Bible, since that godless summer, this country has been flirting with the flames of hell. Well, I never. The flames of hell offer up the kind of heat that will scorch the righteous, but they will also confound the wayward. And confounded, the wayward will mistake the heat of the flames of evil for the warmth of passion. Like frogs in a pot on the stove, by the time the water's boiling, it's too late to jump out. We have lost the holy and righteous love of God in exchange for the hot and torrid kind of love that burns us up before we even know that the devil's stove is even turned on. But what am I talking about? I have no idea. I'm talking about the love of one man for one woman of the same race as God intended it. I'm talking about the sacred, blessed kind of love that only needs to be consummated once or twice a year. I'm talking about bringing God into the bedroom and getting your mind out of the gutter. I'm talking about burning Fifty Shades of Grey and rereading the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about... What are you talking about? What are you doing here, Lyle? Well, Kyle and I were passing out pamphlets for our Christian Valentine's Day speed dating cotillion. And we could not get away from the echo of your bombastic nonsense. We are doing a show. Put a sock in it, Jonelle. Well, Mr. Thang, this is my show, and you can talk to me with a little more respect. Yeah, young man, talk nicer to your elders. Thank you for your help, Jim Bob. Isn't there a spill somewhere that needs your attention? Listen, Lyle, you people are all about tolerance. You people? And compassion and inclusion until it comes to good Christians like me, and then suddenly all of your liberal, secular humanism 
flies out the window. You did not just play the victim card on me. Oh, Lyle, he did. He Take did. It. Easy, Lyle. I did not turn my back on you when I discovered that you were a bigoted, intolerant, hateful corrupter of the word of God. It was you who turned your back on me when you found out I was gay, Daddy. Reverend, Lyle is your son? Lyle, I was only concerned for your mortal soul. I wanted to help you turn from your evil ways. By abandoning me at the youth shelter in Lake Charles? I wanted to save you from the fires of hell. Poison Creek Mall has zero tolerance policy for swearing. Oh, dear God, who gave that woman a bullhorn? It might have been me. Thank you. The following words are strictly prohibited on mall premises. Hell and also motherfucker and and Save me from the fires of hell. What did I just tell you? Gentlemen, we're on the air. Is that what you're calling my life, you son of a bitch? I'm warning you. Now, son. Oh, oh, you hit me, you little bastard. No more profanity. Gentlemen, please, let's get back to the subject of love. Lyle, control yourself. Wow, that really hurt. You can dish it out, but you can't take it. Time to turn the other cheek, you old fuck. Party Show presents Valentine's, live from Poison Creek, right after this word from the fine folks of the Poison Creek Mall Merchants Association. Hi, I'm Petsy G, Chief Designer here at PK1, located across from the Venom Creek Cafeteria at Poison Creek Mall. I'm also president of the Poison Creek Mall Fashion Guild. Actually, Pats, your mother and I revoted and you're out. As president. Sorry, Patsy Kay. Don't call me that, Mother. I just couldn't stand seeing what the power had done to you. Too late, both of you. You can't ruin this for me. As my final gift to the fashion illiterate of this bogus fashion guild, it is my pleasure to present to you the first Poison Creek Fashion Guild fashion show, hosted by world-famous L.A. fashionista, Jordan Ampersand. What the fuck, Patsy? You look great. I like her. It's showtime, Monsieur Ampersand. For the last time, it's Ampersand. Jordan Ampersand. May wait. And don't call me Mary. What is this, 1982? Ooh, retro. Monsieur Jordan is my muse. He has inspired this new collection that I want to present here today. I repeat, what the fuck, Patsy? I want you to interpret the fashions presented here today. Interpret? I only speak one language. Yes, the language of fashion. Oh, okay, sure, whatever. Get on with it, Patsy. We're almost out of time. Let the first annual Poison Creek Fashion Guild Valentine show begin. The Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek with Joan L. Sams. We'll continue in a moment. The Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek. Sponsored by the fine merchants of the Poison Creek Mall. Poison Creek Mall. Who's sorry they went Christmas shopping at Target now? Here again, your host for Valentine's Live from Poison Creek, 
Jonel Sams. Welcome back to Center Court at the Poison Creek Mall. I'm Jonel Sams, and we want to thank the Reverend Graham Crackers for stopping by earlier. We are sorry he had to rush off without saying goodbye due to uh, family uh, family emergency. Yeah, the Christians got in a fist fight because they couldn't agree on which was the right kind of love. The mysteries of religion. Didn't seem very mysterious to me. And now, with a look at romantic getaways, here's travel consultant Miss Tanya Lee Musgrave. Hi, Jonelle. Tanya Lee, it is a pleasure to have you back on the show. Yeah, I was kind of surprised about it myself. Don't be silly. No, seriously. Christopher and Eric were looking for a travel consultant for the dinner party show, and I used to work in the travel business, but I quit. I was just one of Christopher's well-meaning aunts trying to help out, and before you know it, I've got Eric Shaw Quinn breathing down my neck for colorful travel stories. He can be a bit intimidating. All that hair. It is big. Yeah, what's he hiding in it? Some kind of tracking device that the gays put on him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Tanya. Well, on the bright side, we would never have gotten to be friends if you hadn't been on the dinner party show. There's that. So, Tanya, you will be relieved to know that I do not want to pick your brain about travel today. Well, thank God for that, because I've stayed put for a while now. No, sir. I want to pick your heart. My what? Well, it's almost Valentine's, Tanya, and I'm looking for the perfect romantic getaway. Well, Jonelle, I think I can help you out. I knew I had come to the right expert. You seem like a true romantic. Oh, don't you believe it. I'm no romantic. I'm a realist, like you. Like me? Yes, Jonelle. What makes a strong relationship? Honesty. Romance isn't about honesty. It's all about deception, delusion, and obsession. I'm all about the truth. That's what I've always liked about your relationship advice. I mean, there you are in the relationship you're in, and you find happiness where most of us would find the refrigerator and a long walk with a tall boy around the neighborhood, if you know what I mean. Well, I I hardly think I know. No, you do not, Jonelle. You do not waste a minute thinking about what might have been. You devote yourself to seeing what's good in the marriage you've got. I think I might be married today if I was more like you and I didn't have so many dogs. Well... Thank you, Tanya Lee. So I have Valentine's travel advice inspired by your philosophy, Miss Jonelle. Well, do tell. I'll start with the question. Do you find the idea of floating down the Grand Canal in Venice romantic? <gasps> Does the beach at Acapulco make your heart go pitter pat? <sighs> do you swoon at the idea of wandering the streets of Paris, the city of lights? <sighs> Does Rome, the city of love, leave you faint? <sighs> well, me neither. But it doesn't mean that a certain gentleman I was keeping company with didn't think so. So I sent him. What? Oh, my. It's called a romantic getaway, and I think the key word is get away. He had a wonderful time tramping around all those moldy, dilapidated, and decidedly foreign places. And I caught up on my reading and earned a bonus dinner on my frequent diner's card from Luby's where I took him when he got back. We were refreshed. He did something he liked, I did something I liked, and then when we got back together, we did something we liked. And the dog stayed outside for a while. Tanya Lee! I'm not ashamed to admit it. We turned down the light, slipped into something more comfortable, climbed up in bed, and watched a Murder, She Wrote marathon and ate takeout Uh, until we passed out from the carb coma. Now that sounds like the romantic getaway for me. I knew it would. Okay, There you have it, romantic getaways that put the getaway back into romance. 
Thank you, Tanya Lee. You're welcome, Jonelle. We'll be back with Coli Remus and tips for romantic dining. Though I must admit, takeout carb coma is going to be hard to top. Uh-huh. I don't know if we could say the same for your husband, Merle. <laughs> no, he prefers the finer things. Not exactly what I meant. And now, the Poison Creek Mall Fashion Guild Valentine's Fashion Show. Proud sponsor of the Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Fashion, live from Poison Creek. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Lit fashion rain! Bonjour, bitches. We're back with the Poison Fashion Guild Things Valentine's Day Massacre. Finally. What? Get on with it. Okay, first up. For comfort and sexy good looks, this zip-up-the-front lounger lets you look your best and be your most comfortable running a quick errand or lounging around the house. The furry pink fleece is warm and hot. Oh my god, Patsy, where are the bunny ears? It looks like you cut the feet off a giant pair of kids' pajamas and it uh, zips up the front? You'd have to get naked to take a dump, and that can make for some fun, unannounced public nudity, but that's possibly the only good part about this pink fur jumpsuit. Maybe you can sell them to that awful lady prison show with all the lesbians. They could call it Pink is the New Orange. Monsieur Ampersand, how could you? How could I? How could you? Next up. Stop talking, Patsy. You've done enough. Okay, this next one. Looks like you hot glued Christmas ornaments on a one-piece swimsuit and added a tutu? That is so last Halloween. I mean, really, I actually wore that Halloween last year. Or maybe it was the year before. When was the Halloween when Puerto Ricans all decided to sell flour instead of blow and it was like a thing? Oh, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan! Okay, in case you want to look like you've been swallowed by a stuffed polar bear, Try out this next outfit, or why bother? You just put a belt on a cheap giant polyester sweater and called it a dress, Patsy. You'll spend more time shaving the pills off this cheap material than you spent shaving your legs, ever. Seriously, you can start a brush fire if you go for a walk in corduroy pants, am I right? I don't have to stay in here and be insulted. Well then sit down, Patsy, I'm just getting started. You're right, Patsy, this is a real gift. Bye. I hate you all! My poor little girl, she may give up fashion altogether. Why stop there? For another 500 bucks, I can get her out of your store and convince the fountain outside is telling her to start a new church. You you take a check? Cash. I'll just run to the ATM. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek with your host, Jonell Sams. Well, thank you. Welcome back to our Valentine's Day special. It has been said that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, so our next guest should be able to tell us all we need to know to have a truly romantic Valentine's Day this year. Please welcome the hostess of the Briar Patch Cafe, Miss Coli Remus. Thanks. Thanks, it's just about how my life has been going lately. Okay, quiet down, girls. The archery is up next. Coli, welcome to Center Court and live from Poison Creek in our special Valentine's show. What a cruel joke. No one is laughing. No, 
course not. Isn't that just perfect? Uh, so, Cola, tell us, how do we go about planning the perfect romantic meal? Why ask me? Because you're the hostess of the Briar Patch Cafe. How racist is that name, uh, huh? And uh, you're here to promote their special Valentine's Day menu. They can all go to hell. Specials like your chef's cube steak Chateaubriand for two. Maybe he can make it for three since he's screwing the cashier. <gasps> Or you could tell us about the desserts for two special. All desserts are two for one with two full-priced entrees. I'll tell you about the son of a bitch. He said he was going to marry me. Ha! And I fell for it. Well, I also told the IRS about the second set of books he's keeping. He makes a fortune on the cheap swill he sells there and then acts like it's all expensive gourmet food. (laughs) (laughs) But the food supplier bills him like he's buying filet when he's really buying horse and they split the difference. He's making a killing. We were going to run away together, but now he's in love with that whore at the cash register. (laughs) Well, that does sound tasty, Cola. Thanks for stopping by. And when we're planning a romantic dinner for two, I'm sure we'll all think twice about the Briar Patch Cafe. (laughs) Okay, then. We'll be back with the archery champions from Foxglove Junior High and their coach, Cat Shearer, in just a minute. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek with your host, Joe Nail Sams. Okay. We're back with Valentine's Live from Poison Creek and our very special guest, Cat Shearer, coach of the 1A state champion archery team. Okay, okay, girls, don't make me get my taser back out. That's better. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe Neal. My pleasure. I swan my nerves are just not up to all that. Not sure how you do it. I find the high-pitched tone of the young female voice to be very soothing. Well, I, I guess you just about have to. Nice work with the taser, though. Thank you. It comes in handy with my hobby crafts. Dominatrix. Taxidermy. Hmm, you should think about it. Yes, well, what we are thinking about is your archers here today. It's a sport that, frankly, I would guess is slipping away in these modern times, what with the growing availability of a wide selection of low-priced, high-quality firearms in this country. Well, archery is still in the Olympics, but frankly, the Hunger Games has done wonders for the sport. Hunger Games? Is that some kind of trendy diet? It's a YA novel popular with young women. Yeah? Y-A, young adult. Oh, that does seem like a real time saver. It takes so much longer to say alt. This way, you save a whole syllable. But enough about literacy. Let's talk archery. I know it's a stretch, but you are division single A state champions, and there are blessed few championship teams in Poison Creek. Bless our young people. I hope they are diverting their energies into scholarship because they are not wasting any on the athletic field. Well, Joe Neal, for the purposes of today's demonstration, we're going to try a little indoor field archery. 
positions! As you can see, we've set up a series of targets at various distances around center court. We've divided our archers into two teams. On my command, the archers on each team will begin shooting at the various targets as they run through center court in opposite directions. Once they've reached the opposing side, they'll reverse and begin again. It sounds very exciting and they look adorable in their little cupid outfits, but tell me, do you think it's safe for the audience to be standing behind the targets? I mean, I know they are champions, they must miss sometimes. Not to worry. There should be no danger at all so long as they have absolute quiet during the exercise so they can focus and have complete concentration. Wait a minute. And begin. Hold. Everyone hold. Stop shooting. Cease fire. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my. Oh, my God. God, run for your lives. Oh my god. Oh, that's gonna leave a mark. I'm not cleaning that up. Lord, I am never gonna hear the end of this one. Thanks for joining us for the Dinner Party Show presents Valentine's Live from Poison Creek. I'm your host, Jonelle Sams. Thank you. Back to you and Christopher and Eric. Back to you, Christopher and Eric. say it is a strange thing to hear your own voice played back to you on the radio, especially when there's so much screaming and hollering in the background. I hope you enjoyed this special encore presentation of Valentine's Live from Poison Creek, and I hope that man circling outside the studio right now isn't Mr. Nub, because if it is, he's going to find himself with a backside full of buckshot because I know someone who has just had it with his idea of what a romance novel should be. But if you're the type who enjoys reading about peaches and honey and masked intruders and all that other nonsense Mr. Nub was going on about at the top of the show, you can buy Christopher Rice's new novel, The Surrender Gate, right now at thedinnerpartyshow.com. But, in the interest of equal time, allow me to remind you that you can get a copy of the good book in any roadside motel in this great country of ours. That's how my husband Merle brings home new Bibles all the time. All right, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this special presentation of The Dinner Party Show, and it's my distinct privilege to remind you that next Sunday, all you fancy people out in California will be enjoying something called The Oscars. I think Ben-Hur might have won a few. At any rate, next Sunday, the Dinner Party Show will present a special encore performance of their original Oscar special at their regular showtime. That's 8 p.m. Big Loud New Yorker time and 5 p.m. Palm Trees and Cars That Go Too Fast For Me time. Then at 5.30 Palm Trees and Cars That Go Too Fast For Me time, Christopher and Eric will be posting their every thought about the Academy Award show on the Dinner Party Show's Facebook fan page. I wonder why they won't be posting their thoughts on the Craigslist. Maybe I just don't understand the Craigslist very well. All right, that's all for me right now. Remember, if you have a relationship question, you can send it to me, care of the Dinner Party Show's Facebook fan page, or to Jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. And congratulations, Christopher!
I've been to a marvelous party. 